I won't be doing an interview for this month's podcast. Instead, this month I wanted to do a special 4th of July episode with some thoughts about freedom, equality, and you guessed it, ERISA Watch listeners, labor and employment law. I'll be back the first Friday in August with a full episode. Today on ERISA Watch, Independence. I'm Elizabeth Hopkins. Thank you so much for joining me. July 4th is all about the Declaration of Independence. It doesn't celebrate a victory in battle or even the signing of the Declaration. It's the day the draft of the Declaration was completed, which I guess the drafters were rightly proud of. To celebrate this Independence Day 245 years after our country's first, I decided to reread the Declaration. It is really a remarkable document. I like so many things about it, even the quirky use of capitalization. The drafters were flawed men, but brilliant writers, and there is so much that is surprising and surprisingly relevant about it. It is, of course, fundamentally a breakup document, and one of the best of all times, full of hard truths and great one-liners. It starts out very civilized, saying, we're leaving you, England, But out of respect, we're going to tell you and the rest of the world why. Then come the most famous lines. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the point of government, the Declaration argues, is to secure these rights through the consent of the governed. You can argue that this is hypocritical in a country founded on slavery, but it's hard to deny that it's also beautiful. And it's also pretty radical to assert as a founding principle that people deserve not only to be free, but to be happy. Then comes the list of grievances. It's a long one, and it's not just taxes. There's a lot about the lack of consent of the governed, military offenses and occupations, King George's failure to pass or allow the colonists to pass necessary legislation, something about piracy, cutting off trade and imposing taxes. Surprisingly, there's a detailed complaint about immigration, and it's probably not what you think. The drafters complain that King George won't let the states naturalize new citizens and is preventing migration. And of great interest to me as a lawyer, the Declaration complains that King George has obstructed the administration of justice, has made judges dependent on his will for their tenure and salary, and has deprived Americans of trial by jury. Then comes a nice little passage where the drafters say to their English brethren, it's not like we didn't warn you. This passage ends with a flourish and an olive branch. No hard feelings. You're really like everyone else to us now, England. Enemies in war, in peace, friends. Finally, the Declaration ends with a paragraph about what it means to self-govern, which also ends with a flourish, where we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. It's a lot to chew on. 
I'm thinking about what it means for each of us to be independent, specifically when it comes to our labor. In this country, we value hard work, but we need to also start valuing fair compensation and guaranteed benefits for that hard work. George III might not be our monarch, but are we as individuals truly free? Can we really pursue happiness if we're beholden to our paychecks and to the whims of employers or insurance companies that are supposed to pay our benefits? If there aren't functioning systems in place to care for us in the event of illness, unemployment, or retirement, can we really call ourselves liberated? So in the spirit of the Declaration of Independence, here is my list of grievances about ERISA. ERISA should afford plan participants seeking benefits or suing for plan mismanagement real trials in courts of their choosing, not forced arbitration, not trial on a predetermined claims record, full discovery, real damages, including, when it's appropriate, punitive and full compensatory and consequential damages, full attorney's fees and costs for all work on ERISA cases, the right to assign claims, particularly health claims, the right to sue for plan losses. Congress should amend ERISA to ensure these and other protections to better ensure that workers and their families who have been promised benefits, actually receive them. I'm not breaking up with ERISA exactly, but I do believe that Congress should enact legislation that will provide health care for all Americans and take the responsibility of providing health care out of the hands of employers and decisions about health care out of the hands of insurers. These are all big asks, but so were the aspirations of the new Americans 245 years ago. I believe in the unalienable rights established in the Declaration of Independence, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, not only for myself, but for everyone. And reforming ERISA and other laws is a good place to start. As always, ERISA Watch is brought to you by Cantor and Cantor. Our producer is Emily Hopkins. Our engineer and composer is Andrew Payson. I'm wishing you all the best this Independence Day. I'm Elizabeth Hopkins. See you next time.